0: All right, Sagar, We're back after a, a brief a brief hiatus for the holidays after our conversation with Chinmei.
1: Yep. Happy New Year.
0: Related happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Happy New Year to you. <clears throat> was it a was it a good time? Did you have fun? Yeah,
1: it was a good time. Yep. Since Christmas, it's been
0: a good time. Exactly. Christmas was good. We had a we yeah. had a good uh built a castle the size of, well, a very large castle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is way too big. The girls are too excited. Tell you what, awesome. Awesome. Uh, So today, and I don't don't know about you, but I thought we might we might talk about one of your favorite subjects, and that is, are you ready? Oh yeah, Democratic candidates.
1: Ah,
0: the losers. Bring it on. (laughs) So I know. That you like uh, the Democrats for the fact that they're, you know, they're out there and they're, you know what they are? They're important. That's what I, you get that impression that versus the Republican candidates, the Democratic candidates are important. Whereas the Republican candidates are all kind of like not important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You could say that, you know,
1: but with, with, with Trump on one side, you have constant entertainment going on. And there's no challenge. to, to If if you see the gap, it's like 43 to 3, who's the second best? When the second best is so insignificant that it doesn't even matter. Whereas on the damn side, it's more like, oh, I, I want to see Hillary, what she wants to say, or, you know, the old guy. And my favorite, Mally O'Malley. So, all, all are important. I mean, they, they are, they all, I agree with you, that they, they're all significant contributors to the politics. You, you, you're right, I mean, you know, that they all are important.
0: Well, no, so what I what I get from it, it's not like it's like that they're unprofessional. It's not that. It's it's almost that, like, to me, this season seems like they're, the Democrats are the ones going after the presidency, and the Republicans are the ones going after a popularity contest. I realize that they're both a pop- popularity contest, but you know it just seems more serious with the with the Democrats. Okay, yeah. does that make sense? And I and I don't I'm not trying to like belittle the Republicans in any way, right? The, I'm just the the
1: worst thing that could happen to Republicans is more like even all those after primaries and whatnot, and Trump comes out as a winner they may not approve him. That's my biggest fear at this stage. And that there is no rule that, you know, whoever is the winner of primary get. I mean, it, it, it's a norm, but not a rule. Right. So the panel can say, you know, all hunky-dory, yep, Trump, you're very popular. But you know what? <clears throat> Rubio is our guy. They could come back and say that.
0: Yeah, but, and again, this isn't to give them more <clears throat> more uh, credence, but the democrats it just it almost like it matters more right now in my brain who they pick because it's like for for some reason it's like that's more of an important pick than the republicans to me in my brain in my brain it just seems like it's been such a such an odd mud throwing celebrity involved like party like excuse over over too much stuff with the republicans right Whereas the Democrats, I feel like it, it's almost like, you know, they're, they're taking this all very seriously. It's still an election, and it's still a popularity contest, but it's more serious. That, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's, it's more of a personal thing, I guess. Yeah, no you're, you're right. But with the, the more
1: they talk, or more they argue, they're hurting themselves. They, they need to stop and pick Hillary and, you know, run with her. I mean, I, they should pick my guy, O'Malley, but right? I'm just saying, you know. Hillary's gonna come out as a winner to take on Trump, but the, the the more things that come out of like the email scam or the file server scam, you know, it, it, it's gonna hand Trump like, woo, give me that point, you know. And it's gonna come out again. And if Benghazi wasn't enough, now we are saying okay, there there was some breach. So that, that's my gut feeling. Like more they argue, but Sanders, you know, he he needs to sit down, and just look. Let it go. I mean, he, he he's okay. He uh, I think the best combination that we can have at this point is you know Hillary as the front runner and my guy O'Malley as the vice. And in, in in my top three, it's obviously Trump, Hillary, and O'Malley. What's your top three? <laughs> um, O'Malley, Ben Carson.
0: <laughs> my top three. My top three. No, not O'Malley. Aww. Um, my top three would be. Let's see here.
1: With with O'Malley, you know, you you get that confidence that he could do stuff like what what our what our weep is not doing right. I mean, he (laughs) uh, our weep right now. He really needs to just stand up and just just shut up because every time he speaks something, something happens. (laughs) 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 He he has to come back and apologize. It's alright, but but again, the the weep role is so. I mean, do do they even have any powers? Like you know, or it just just whatever president can get to the weep needs to get it done. Is that how it works?
0: No, I, oh. So wait a minute. Let's backtrack yeah. for a second. <laughs> let's let's stop. Let's 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 look at these candidates because I you know what I can't. I don't have three. I, I don't nice. have three. I uh, don't have three, and then the Democrats are due to have their last press conference or last <laughs> last <laughs> debate uh, coming up here in the next week, I think. Yeah. So, so, so we have to we have to look at that, right? We have to say we have to look at the the three. Now, on the Republican side, I hate to say this, but Trump's my guy.
1: All right, I, I need to <clears throat> make make sure you know you you go back to what is it. Episode one or two, and you're like, "Ah, something's not happening."
0: It's it's not happening. Is it's, <laughs> it, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's it, it. He okay. And again, maybe this is because I'm, you know, not not clueing myself in enough with the, the 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 deal, the races. But maybe it's because he's got the most, you know, sound bites, and that I, you know, uh, I I kind of see him as the front runner. And some of the things that he said, I've agreed with other things that he said, I disagree with, sure. um, you know, but he's the most outspoken. So as much as the media doesn't like him, the media only talks about him. So maybe that's <laughs> part of the problem. So so in, let, let's talk about today, January 17th. Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about January. seventh. January 17th, John says that that Trump is the number one with the caveat of I need more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we have one. So we have one. Um, my next one is actually Paul Ryan, but I but he's not running. <laughs> <laughs> he's out. Um, uh, my, you know, and I have a problem with him too. Is that he keeps on as he gets more and more popular, he changes his stance. He'll he'll have made a quote years ago, and now all of a sudden he backs he backs off of that quote. So. There is that. Um, all right. So let's let's. So this are my only two because I'm not going to vote for Hillary or Bernie. But let's. But the, another problem is I don't know anything about Bernie. I know a lot about Hillary. Well, enough, enough, wow. enough to get get myself in trouble. But let, let's talk about them. Let's talk about. Let's start off with O'Malley. All right. You, you, you love, love O'Malley, O'Malley. right? Okay. He, he is.
1: You know, he's the greatest guy who, oh, who okay. has all the answers. Hmm. I he. He speaks sense, you know. He it's cut and dry. Like you're either this side or that side. It's it's not like the old guy who's more. <clears throat> oh, I, I don't want con- I want to control the guns. Well, how about I put in this section in that bill and and document some more stuff for lawyers to read and you know get you out of there and you still have your stuff. So no action with Bernie O'Malley. Straight up action,
0: right? Well,
1: but that's, you know, that's what's your, what, what's your thought on O'Malley? Why don't you like O'Malley?
0: I don't like O'Malley because he's a, uh, very much a tax and spend, uh, Democrat. Yeah. Uh, if, if, you know, in my state, uh, you know, the more people in a state doesn't mean the more taxes you have to take from the people. So if you have 20,000 people, and you take 5% from them to pay for everything, that's how much that shit costs. Right? Right. But w- whenever there was a, a problem, or not problem, let's, there was a, a budgetary crisis here in Maryland, his constant answer was raise taxes to the point where he had a special session where no one was allowed in there but the, you know, but the state, the representatives, and they raised the state sales tax by a full percent. So it went from five percent to six percent. Now, when you do the math, it's like, oh, well, it's that's a you know a, a pretty small. Well, no, not really, right? <laughs> he raised it, you know, twenty percent, right? So mm-hmm. he raised my sales tax twenty percent right off the jump. I have in the state twenty more percent sales tax than I did the year before. He also instituted the rain tax. Uh, he also, you know, he he said he, he also has 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 not lied, but he's used the wrong stats he during his tenure as mayor of baltimore city he likes to state that he lowered crime rates and that's absolutely not true that the crime rates lowered during his you know his uh his two terms um you know and i just don't i don't like the taxing saga because if it, <laughs> you, you like, seriously it either it's either it's Either you got enough money or you don't, and if you don't have enough money, then you stop spending money. I mean, that's like just. I mean, if I were to go broke tomorrow because I spent too much money, I'm not going to go to my boss and be like, "Well, you owe me more money," and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to take it from you. I'm gonna have to take more. What are you
1: talking about? That's American dream.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there are salary (laughs) negotiations and there are salary (laughs) negotiations, but what what I mean by that is. Is that the state does the same amount of work that it was that it did in the past, and if anything, it's probably paying for something. It should be paying for things cheaper, just as businesses are. A business can get three times as much done with with you know one tenth the people because of the technology that's available. So some of the things that we're probably doing are probably you know redundant, or it shouldn't be manual labor anymore, and you know should be. You, you, do you know what I mean? Like right. I just I don't. I don't think that you should he you should raise taxes. he also instituted the you know the the speed cameras on our on our highways right again to raise revenue because there was a gap so so here's a guy that constantly taxes the people when he has a a budgetary crisis Agreed. but so Agreed. instead of cutting anything right that that's that's what I get from from o'Malley.
1: Uh, I'll come back to that, but I want to ask you one more thing before we jump on to the, the argument about taxes and what, how O'Malley is dealing with that. But
0: what the hell is rain tax? So the rain tax. So,
1: so if it rains, so you the, pay more money? Correct. <laughs> no way.
0: Yes. So, <laughs>
1: that guy's <is> so, new <laughs> He knows how to tax some people. Hey, You, you have insurance uh, for natural disasters, so why not pay taxes on it?
0: <laughs> listen, listen, the rain tax is this for every surface, you know, surface, um, on your property. That's, that's impregnable, right? Which means that, uh, it, it water cannot get through it. So for instance, most people, it's the roof. Your roof is your number one spot, um, where it's an impregnable surface where water's hitting a lot of people though also own a pool and own a driveway right and so then all those are again impregnable services. um and so a stormwater management fee is what it's what it's called uh and our, you know our governor did did sign it into law and he you know they attached it to oh well you know it's the Chesapeake Bay watershed it's dirty mm-hmm. so but that's bs um and, and basically, what it is is they they were supposed to do, and and here's the other problem with one of these type of situations: they're not using the technology properly because instead of doing it the right way, they basically stood up a brand new office in every county to work on this issue of taxing people for their rain consumption. Oh, and if you have a rain barrel, like you get, you don't have to pay it like stuff, like crazy crap like that. And then also it's one of those taxes that it comes, it comes to the left field. No one knows about it. And so you could possibly like lose your house or something. Right. So, I mean, like literally we got a a letter in the mail from one of our neighbors and, uh, or it was like a handout and it was basically like, and this is totally true. This is not propaganda anyway, but basically it was like, Hey, you know, in our little community here in Baltimore, um, make sure that you reach out to some of the elderly folks because they might not know about the whole rain tax thing. And we need to make sure that they know, um, that it's coming and like, let's make sure that they have, you know, the, the, the 20 to $40 that they're going to need to pay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that that's what the law is about. Is it's about it's about taxing you based on the amount of impregnable surfaces that you have on your property that will allow for run or, runoff to be created. As it, it, the city, a like
1: tier two city, isn't it supposed to be all impregnable anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't have ranch. <laughs> <laughs> You have a house, but well, it's not a ranch.
0: No, I know. You're, you don't want
1: water seeping into your basement, which it does. But you know, that, that's a separate topic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that so that's why it's that's why it's jacked up is because that you know it, it's the same way it's the way big government grows, and and I don't mean that to use the buzz term like big government, but <clears throat> you they never spin anything down. It's not like at a business where like, oh, let me go ahead and, you know, start up this pet project. I'm the CEO and uh, the board is letting me do this and I'm going to spin up uh, Project A11 and I'm going to need four staff uh, and then I'm going to need two more staff in this other office out west to facilitate this A11 project, right? Well, in a year or two, if the A11 project doesn't get off the ground, they just dismantle it. It's gone. Because it's it's not it's not profitable, right? It, it, you know, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sh- we're gonna shut it down. Um in the government, something like this rain tax, and I I don't know where it is where it stands today, but and there have been possible repeals of it and stuff like that, but um it it takes it takes the, the you know, you have to like hire people to maintain things like documentation and you have to you know, maintain the roles for each County for who owes what and what taxes and all that good stuff. Right. And, and keep it on the even keel. And then also you've got, you know, 400,000 people living in one County, 20,000 living in another County. They're going to need to be able to call somebody when they have a problem. Right. So like now you've, you've spun up a whole new piece to your taxes. That was totally unnecessary. (laughs) Like it, All it did was, was, was make, make a problem bigger and and you can't spin it down. And I think that the same thing is also happening with a little bit with the, with the healthcare situation, but that's beside the point. So that's why, that's one of the things I don't like about O'Malley is that he will tax first instead of trying to figure out how to spin down something else that's no longer needed or viable or, or at all what we as a society need or want, (laughs) Yeah, awesome. You know, that, thanks for that, rain, rain. but again, you know, you
1: again, trickle down to the second issue that we were talking about anyway, but the government, you know. Do you think government is there efficiently? I think my thought process is government is there to help those who need help. There's no, you know, enterprise performance management thing going on when it comes to the government. They don't run based on efficiencies. and. I, th- I think the third process when they, they when they formed the governing body was more like, hey, if you're the elected guy, just help, you know, and run the things. There's no word that, you know, you have to have 99% efficiency. So that's how I think the process started without, account. I shouldn't say accountability, but you know, uh, the, the the front runners are always accountable for what they do or what they don't do. Most of the time, what... do bad but when the government wants to run something it's i mean you you cannot put a price tag on the value to the society the value to the society is more of you know things that you could do to help them and there is no way to put a price tag on that and with that thought process came into the the government workers and the union of the work, and they made such a tight contracting system that you know what the government rule is these days if a guy gets promoted or you know if, if you have to jump uh, for example I'm, I'm the government worker if you have to jump my salary by two you, percent you're not giving me two percent all those who stand behind me on the arc structure they all get two percent but it, it it's very complicated it's not complicated it's very flat in a sense, like, you know, hey, if you, if you give a guy two you're going to give everybody. And I think that's how the basis of the government workers or the government workforce has been so far. So every time, if you, if you promote a guy, there are, like, 10 other guys who can jump into that plot. And whoever has most experience, and, again, there is no criteria for efficiency. Anyone who has the most experience can fill up that slot. In in the whole Bible of running a government, I don't think they have a word or they they know how to spell efficiency. So my two questions, A, does government need to run efficiently like a business or they should be more like serving people for the people, you know, by the people? And B, what are your thoughts on the union, you know? That there are unions i, I don't like, it, but we will talk more about it. there are two questions back to you sir
0: so so big government right let's let's start with that one uh i'm the the union thing i I'm not really one hundred percent on but so I'm gonna follow some 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 different quotes here that i that I believe on on government right because we you talked about you know understanding um the role of government and what the term big government means and, and like, should they be held to the same, same status as a, um, as an, as a, an enterprise operation. Right. So this is a, there's a quote, um, and I'll get, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do this. I'll post who the quotes are from in the uh, show notes and we can discuss it later. But <laughs> the, this is a quote, um, The only proper purpose of a government is to protect man's rights, which means to protect him from physical violence. Another part of that quote goes on to say that the only proper functions of a government are the police to protect you from criminals, the army to protect you from foreign invaders and the courts to protect your property and contracts from breach or fraud by others to settle disputes by rational rules according to objective law. Um, So with that, Oh, okay. so police, defense, you,
1: you, court, courts, all right, so it's more like law enforcement agency rather than the governing
0: agency. Um, In a sense, yeah, well, it's, it's a, it's... I mean, it's a code,
1: it's not your, <laughs> your, 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 your heart, right? It's a
0: code. No, I wouldn't say, no, I would say that what I just read is exactly what I believe government should be. It should not get in the way of individuals trying to... You know, make a living as long as they're abiding by the laws of the country. So and those laws of the country are made by the people. And then the jury of your peers gets to say whether or not you broke the law and the government, i.e. the Congress and president, um, use the military to protect our actual border borders. And the police uh, act on behalf of us on behalf of us to protect each other from each other for criminal activity. Right, and then and then that really should be it. We should we should have you know in a in a perfect utopia, um, everyone would work together individually, meaning that every person would understand that it's their it, it's in their best interest to be their best, and to um, achieve and move and and work as hard as possible. And then if everyone did that, every single person did that. Then and they and they saw in themselves the only potential to to win and to to make it is is that if they do, then you know then there would be plenty to go around and plenty to uh, agree, plenty and and the, all the government would have to do is do those fundamental things of army or defense, national defense, you know police, fire, all that good stuff. So. When I when I hear things like you know medical stuff like the the healthcare, it's it's not the way to go. Nationalized healthcare is just not the way to go. I mean, if you you know the government, if they want to do things like anti monopoly and go after people for, for tra- overcharging, like that's breaking a law, right? Extortion, profiteering, right? If 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 the medical industry was doing that, then let's go after them and let's fix that. Uh, the healthcare, the the health insurance industry, if they're you know if they're per- committing crimes, but you know based off of um, predatory you know marketing and you know all that good stuff, let's get them. And if and if Joe Blow, who isn't insured, gets in an accident and owes the hospital money, then that's the end of the story. He owes the hospital money and he has to pay it for the rest of his life. Otherwise, he would be dead. Right. Yep. So, like, uh, like. Anyway, so that's soccer. That's why big government to me is wrong. <laughs> the biggest piece. Of, the biggest piece of that was the only proper purpose of a government is to protect man's rights.
1: I I think you just called Canada stupid, but we'll get on that. You, I, what? You just called Canada stupid.
0: <laughs> I, I will. I'll call. I'll call Canada stupid all day long. Because a no, I,
1: they don't have their own military. To protect their borders, you know their defense budget is like 0.01 percent of their food bill. Because right. you know they, they they tag along. Hey, U.S., could you, could you check out what's going on there? We do it, right? So,
0: right.
1: <laughs> Which is cool. So, a. I mean, according to your theory, uh, I don't know how strong you are on the on that process, but I would I would call it a theory for now. According to your theory, Canada is not doing what the core function is. No defense. They are, they shouldn't be involved in healthcare. Whereas, guess what? Biggest healthcare system is in Canada. I I think the government is getting big or bigger because there's, the, there, there's just lot to do when it comes to the common function of you know a simple society. Now, how much we need to sign up for it? That that's what you know. The guys like Sanders make it big, whereas O'Malley would be for. And you know, draw in terms of you know like only this much. Whereas Sanders would keep on adding more I think Bernie Sanders would increase the size of the government at least by twenty percent by means of, you know, what he wants but just hey add that pause here, add that pause there and there are like ten guys worth so, uh but that's the different issue. But if you look at the simple function of the government, there has to be an election department to get people elected, right?
0: So well no sorry, but that's not the when, well, hold on there. Yeah, there is. There are some when it comes to elections, what the, the way that those work is that's on the local grassroots level. I know one of my um, my polling chiefs or whatever, like personally, and I know that he is the type of person that would monitor the polling situation and make sure that it's all done above board. Right. And all the rules are taken care of. That's different like that that that's actually handled mostly by volunteers. Now there is part, you know, a piece of the government that does take care of that and make sure that it's done right. But otherwise it's volunteers at the grassroots level that actually that actually takes care of that. Like it's not that's again not supposed to be some huge expense for the government and you can't you can't use expenses as a oh well that's how the, things are expensive and then things take people so we have to hire more people. But that's not right, and that's not the way you would. And and you and I both, Sagar, being in the enterprise, know that once you say something to the effect of "I need more people," someone says, "Whoa, what's the budget? I need to understand exactly why we need it." Um, you know, and you know, we need this all on paper, and we need to understand it. Government doesn't do that, or if they do, they do it and they they just rubber stamp everything through. For the way I feel, anyway. <laughs>
1: I agree. So according to you, the arc structure would look like more of like, you know, the defense guy is the chief and we, we call him, you know, the chief of military or who, what do we call president?
0: What? POTUS? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: oh, a uh, commander in chief. So, uh, Commander in chief. It's a military term and I, I, I get it. So yeah, his main focus is obviously military because he's commander in chief. And he <laughs> took that drone there, but, the, the government is, again, you know, I haven't seen the word efficiency at all in the whole, uh, in your theory. Like, you know, the, the government has to do this, is this, you, you never mentioned it has to do it efficient. Which, by the way, Canada is doing. So, uh, again, the, the, the size of the government is kind of reflective of how stupid our society is. Because who, who are those people? They're, they're also part of the society. They're also part of the community. But the size grows big if people are stupid. Do you agree?
0: I think that it, it, grows, it grows big when people become complacent and stop watching, which, which I do. Because
1: <laughs> imagine this, you know, all those departments, the according to your theory, I would call them the sub-departments, if you wish, you know, all those sub-departments can go away if, if there is a guy who has a vision of saying, you know, all the voters in this county must go online, register, and have their fingerprints done. And going forward, just just stop by at any uh, police station and cast your vote. You, you think? That, I mean, it's all automated these days. It's all electronic. But we we keep increasing the government is Hey, where is your what I I need to give you a voter ID. Why the hell? You know, you have my fingerprints. You know me. I can cast a vote only if I have my fingerprints, and you know. All the stuff in order online. Why are we spending more on issuing documents, or documents, or documents by the government? So the the reason the reason I see it is because people are stupid. I don't have my affairs in order. That's why I go to government. I need help from the government, even for my health system. And this is not just here In, in in India. Also, they have something called Sarkari Hospital. Sarkari means government, governmental, or issued by government. So they have government hospitals and again you can't fire you can't fire government people. So the the level of service that you get from a government hospital is entirely first question would be is there any service, but From what you get from a from, from a private hospital or in you know, a well funded private hospital. And the healthcare in some countries is actually working if if, if managed well. So it could be that we are not managing well and we are not managing it well because we're stupid. But that, that's my feeling uh, on, on the whole performance. But again, in your theory, I didn't read the performance. Uh, the-
0: no. And well, my my thing is, is that, is that we should be holding more people accountable for that. More um, no, <laughs> no. I, I think that um, term limits on senators, I think would be a, a, a very good start. Um, things, things of that nature. Anyway, let's let's so let's 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 keep going here. So we looked at O'Malley. All right. <laughs> uh, um, so we we looked at O'Malley, and what we found with O'Malley was a tax and spend Democrat raised the raise the sales tax to six percent in Maryland and instituted a rain tax. He also um, put a moratorium on capital punishment in this state, uh, which I didn't appreciate, and um, uh, passed a couple of gun laws, which I'm sure you like. Oh yeah, but, you totally. Know, not really a fan.
1: So let's look yeah, at, look Before at, before you <laughs> close O'Malley, I just want to add one more thing.
0: He's a good guy. He's gonna be your guy. <laughs> okay. Right. So now he's now he's your buddy. Uh, I'm gonna mark that down. This is uh, Sagar's buddy. Vote for him because he's Sagar's buddy. Okay. Now let's let's move on to Sanders. So uh, brief re-cra- sorry, <laughs> recap. Sorry. Recap. And I didn't even mean that. That was not a Freudian slip. <laughs> um, Bernie Bernie Sanders, uh, 1981, became the mayor of Burlington. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? So that, that's, that's pretty neat. Uh, so he became a mayor there. And then let's see here. Then we're going to go down to where he became a uh, congressman cool. uh, in 1988. Oh, by the way, in 1987, U.S. US News ranked Sanders as one of the America's best mayors. So his tenure as mayor was good, apparently. I don't really know much, but so let's let's keep yep. going, though. So then we have U.S. House of Representatives. He was a congressman. Uh, he looks like he kind of pissed off both sides of the, of the <laughs> fence at some point for some reason. And uh, he voted against the Brady Bill. Okay. which Which is the major gun law. Uh, he opposed the invasion of Iraq. Nice. He voted for the Patriot Act, looks like. Lord. Um. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He's a consistent critic of the Patriot Act. Uh, he voted against I'm sorry, he voted against it. Uh. And, do, 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 do. He also has proposed all the amendments that would, again, take more rights away and added to it. Uh. He's, documentation.
1: Gonna, he's the documentation guy.
0: There you go. Uh, he's been a vocal critic of Alan Greenspan, and he's voted against voted against the Online Freedom of Speech Act, which would have exempted the internet from the campaign finance restrictions of the McCain-Feingold bill, which was some major campaign reform. Um, so so then he was in the Senate. The guy's been around. Okay, yeah, exactly. He's been around. So, all right, let's scoot down. He's been on the Committee of the Budget. Committee of Environmental, Public Works, Energy and Nature, Health and Education, Veterans Affairs. Okay. Okay. Well, no. Here, here's here are some interesting things that I that I've that I read. Uh, political positions. He's a self-described socialist, democratic socialist, and progressive who admires the Nordic model of social democracy. He uh, he said. Um, what democratic socialism means to him. It means I don't believe government should take over the grocery store down the street or own the means of production. But I do believe that the middle-class and working families who produce the wealth of America deserve a decent standard of living and that their income should go up, not down. I do believe in the private companies that thrive and invest and grow in America, companies that create jobs here rather than companies that are shutting down in America and increasing their profits by exploiting lower wage labor abroad. Um, so he, he wants to raise the minimum wage, he wants universal health care, he wants to reduce certain debt, and he wants to expand Social Security, uh, wants to make sure that companies provide parental leave, sick leave, vacation time, things that have been adopted in other, almost every other developed country.
1: Mm, he's going soft as he has to talk to Hillary, but yeah, I mean, those things I don't think he does it, cares about. But, but yeah, <laughs> okay. Social Security, boo, yeah. You know, like he, he wants to do more by I mean, does he want to protect it or does he want to get away from it? Like make it bigger and le- let it go, like you know, at top that twenty fifty or whenever he retires.
0: Right. <laughs> well now remember he was born he was born um when was he born?
1: And he's already
0: Oh here we go. I'm sorry. Nineteen forty one. He is old. <laughs> He's 74 years old. That, that, that's young. My dad is 74.
1: My dad is 41. All right. Yeah. But with with Sanders, he's attacking more like, you, you know, because he, he hasn't been in the real debate as such with Trump. I don't think he can stand that. With Hillary, he has to address the soft issues. Like, you know, I, 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 they're valid issues, but, you know, making a private company add some um, sick leaves in medical, come on. You know, so when when he says the, the government should not be involved in the grocery store, oh, get involved, stay right there. Let, let people do what they do, and there's always a law agency to handle any other stuff if that happens. So, but he has to address that because Hillary's saying, hey, we need more vacation. So, but uh, I mean, the, there is no, he, he's been in government since 81. A couple of achievements, but nothing that would stand out. So, you about Sanders more, or onto your third, um, or your fourth. There's, well, no, we. Look, we, we ha- what's that? We, in, in in your in your order? Trump, uh, the guy who's not running. O'Malley. So you
0: you, ha- you already have your- <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Let's let's what we'll do. Is, so we recap. We've got we have Bernie Sanders, who just honestly is old, and he's a socialist, um, basically. Uh, and then you have and you know and he. Another thing about the Sanders is that he's he's got so much – he has the steam that Hillary wishes that she had. He has so much momentum. I mean, look at the fact that moveon.org, which is a very, 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 very progressive website um, and has a large following, along with all the young people, are jumping on the Bernie bandwagon because – of the things that I've already said, like things like parental leave, sick leave and vacation time, and also working towards uh, reducing the the burden of student debt. Young America is like, Oh, this is my, this is my dude. He's going to make my life better by, you know, me not having to work the way my parents worked. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also I think that, you know, he does. So move has now endorsed him. Uh, and I, when I, when I, look at um I, I look at reddit a lot right uh, mm-hmm. and reddit is, is a place for the young uh to look at it's, it's it's like facebook but not but not personal right uh and they love bernie sanders i mean they love bernie sanders it's always on the top the, the front page <laughs> bernie is the guy and the and the and the And, you know, those pages are voted on by people that use Reddit. So, that's why it goes to the top. Uh, It's not just because, like, the people that own Reddit want to put them up there. So, that's Bernie Sanders. Uh, Now, let's look at, um, by the way, I'm scanning, like, their Twitter handles and stuff like that. So, uh, and Bernie's got a pretty picture. (laughs) Hillary, Hillary, so let's get to Hillary. Hillary's Twitter pic, her background image, the person in the center of the image. Is her husband, Bill Clinton. All right. But he's got his back to us and he's got his arm around Hillary, who's on his left, and she's looking up at her husband in the picture. (laughs) So I'm just saying he's a former president. I think I think she's gonna start to really use him a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. (laughs) So let's talk about Hillary Clinton. So Hillary Clinton is to me. What is, let's start with you, Sagar. What, what, what is Hillary Clinton to you? Hillary is
1: awesome, you know. More part of women, yeah. But she may not be the right person at this point because, A, she would always be a shadow president. Her, her husband, I mean, she, she would be the office bearer and everything, but all all the things. Now, the, the reason I'm saying that, that we already have a bar set by President Clinton. If she could even match up to that level, I would say kudos to But she is good when it comes to all the soft issues, but when it comes to strong issues, she's just not that effective, and which has been tried and tested and proven and failed. Now, whether it's Benghazi, any other foreign policy, with her decisions, and you would agree to that, people have died because of the delay in the process or just indecisiveness of the person. I, I, I... Give credit to her when it comes to soft issues or more about the society. She can relate better to you know uh, women across the country. But that, that's what you're selling. That, you can't you know expect everybody to vote for you only. And I'm just saying you know only within women voters. You know they they won't fully agree with Hillary even now. So the when we have to stand on the international stage and deliver something, I have my reservations about Hillary. And not because she's a woman. Just because of just looking at her credentials, what he has done, I don't think she can stand. That's my two cents on Hillary.
0: So, so, and I, I pretty much agree with you uh, on all those points. And I would say that, uh, you know, interesting about Hillary is, you know, last week we talked to Chinmay and is quoting her book. Right. You know what I mean? Like like she also has this like popular clout with, with everyone. Um and what she's done, I think, is interesting in the fact that you know, she starts out, she becomes a lawyer, um, she then follows her husband to Arkansas and becomes first lady of Arkansas and also but continues her 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 lawyering, you know, and, and keeping herself up to date on on law stuff trying to teach trying to you know make sure that she she's busy with the with her her passions you know then she be you know Clinton loses an election but then gets it back so now she's first lady again yeah. right then she becomes first lady of the United States right yeah. and if you remember um it became like the Universal Healthcare Act that they wanted to do back in the day, like she was the main person fighting for that. And I mean, like it was big. So like there was like this whole like who's the president kind of conversation back wow. then, right? Is it is it Hillary or is it is it Bill? I don't know, everyone knows that Bill Bill was, well, was the was the president, but um, it was just interesting back then because even then she was she was a, a force to be reckoned with. She was someone that you knew, not had power. But had ideas and knew that she wanted to put those ideas in place. So, you know, you could tell that it, she wasn't just a first lady or, you know, someone that was looking at small things. She was looking at big things, not little <laughs> things. Um, so moving on, I mean, you know, she becomes the senator of New York, which which to me actually kind of pissed me off a little bit. I her and Al Franken both, they basically pick a state, they go live there for three months, and then they become senator because they have the money and the, the you know, the face to be able to win. Right? Is- so so it really pisses me off that she became a senator of a state when she, it's not like she lived in New York and she breathed in New York and she loved New York. It was more like a, you know, I live in New York now because this is where we're basing, you know, my husband's speech, you know, he'd go out doing speeches and make money. Right. And meanwhile, she, and she, she wants something to do. You know, she's, she's, she's a person that likes to work too. So I'm sure that she, um, I'm sure that she wanted to be, she wanted to do something and I'm sure that she wanted to get into government. I'm sure that she wanted to run, but it's just, it's just so kind of annoying that dropped anyway, whatever. I can't really prevent that, but so she becomes a state Senator and, Again, becoming part of the she's already part of the establishment at this point. I mean, she knows everybody every single part she was not the first lady that made sure that the you know the teacups were all clean at the presidential parties right at the at the white House and during the even probably during the foreign policy discussions and things like that. She was the type of first lady that was like um, almost like Bill's probably like secretary or not even that. That's probably, she'd probably hate that, but, <laughs> but she was in the room. You know what I mean? She was in the no, room. she listening. wasn't in the room. Was, well, she was in the room. And that's my point.
1: But so when Bill was doing that, he wasn't, he wasn't in the room.
0: No, not that. No. <laughs> yeah, there was, that's another thing that's really shocking is that whole part, but whatever. All right. So let's, let's, let's keep going. So the, so she becomes Senator, yada, yada, yada. Um, tries to run for office for presidency. That doesn't go too well. And then now she is, she becomes the U.S. Secretary of State. And this helped for a couple of reasons. Because she was thought to be, you can't be president if you don't have foreign policy. Well then so she runs out and she becomes Secretary of State. And now not only does she know you know, the Senate, the, the Congress, the presidency I mean, this woman if there's anyone out, in the, out there that knows how to do the job the most efficient way possible, it's probably Hillary Clinton. Because she's seen every single friggin' aspect of this job. By being Secretary of State, by being a First Lady of the United States, by being, you know, you know uh, an accomplished lawyer, uh, teacher, mother, right? I mean, she's done a lot of stuff, and she could definitely do the job. I, I don't think that she could not do the job. My, my concerns are that I think that she is a career politician. And I think that that's a bad thing. So that's 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 my whole take is that you know her her popularity has gone down, and some people say, oh, that's because she's a woman and she's a bitch, right? Well, that's that's not true. I, I think that um, I think that they more see her as if we were to look at her downward slide and why Bernie Sanders has um, you know why why Bernie Sanders has taken some of the some of her brought her down a couple notches is because of the fact that Hillary doesn't speak to the people that. That Bernie does. She speaks to the establishment, and Bernie does not. Bernie has a history of not speaking to the establishment. That makes sense. Like us.
1: Yep. You know, tables gonna turn. It. You know, be Republicans. So Bernie or Hillary. I don't really matter. Well, I just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, we we missed the whole the whole movie. Made a for- full. For, oh, force be with st- you. <laughs> Stor-
0: yeah, that's right. <laughs> Star Wars. Have you seen it? No? Have you seen it yet? Yeah. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah. I haven't seen the movie in a theater except Cinderella. That be the movie since 2011. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I listened to two spoiler casts <laughs> that, that basically broke the movie down scene by scene, so I know what happens, uh, and, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally okay with
1: that. So, for the moviegoers, yay or nay?
0: Oh, it's a definite. It's a definite. 3D yay. or
1: non-3D? Uh, I've heard 3D. All right. Yep. I, oh, what, what was the what was the story again?
0: <laughs> How does the story go? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, this is if you're listening and you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, hold your ears because. But if you've seen, here's one of the jokes. If you've seen episode four. Which is, of course, the first movie uh, called A New Hope. Uh, it's basically kind of like a retelling of that. Not on purpose, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's the same kind of problem. Is that the the bad guys are getting big again. They've created an ultimate weapon. And the uh, the little people need to band together. And you're going to find a... Um, you're going to have an anti-hero. And you're going to have the, the two up-and-coming heroes that are all sweet and nice. And they have to come together. And all of the old people from the old movies uh are now there. So if you remember the first movie Sagar, number four, well they call it number four, but uh Obi-Wan Kenobi, who we know now after seeing the first three, number one, episode one, two, and three, Obi-Wan Kenobi was friends with Anakin Skywalker, who of course became Darth Vader. Uh okay. but in the in the fourth movie, the one that was the first movie ever made. Obi-Wan is this old sage who helps Luke Skywalker use the force to defeat the empire, right? Yep. Well, in this movie, Han Solo plays that role of helping out the youngins and telling them that the stories of the old days are true and helps Uh, them defeat the big bad guys in the movie. So it's. So the Luke, Luke is actually old. Now? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Luke and Luke and Han and okay. Leia and, and all them. they're so they did move the timeline. Oh, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ah, that's that, That's the portion I was missing. I'm like same story, same love <laughs> coming heroes. So that, okay, did move the timeline.
0: Okay, I'm with you now. So that's what that's the whole the whole premise. All right.
1: Uh, good deal. Gotta watch.
0: It. That's right. I, th- I think everyone should watch it. I, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'll see it when it comes out on DVD, more than likely.
1: All right, Making a Murder for some other day, I think. Yeah, did you watch it? I did first. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah our, 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 our friends said that we should watch it. We were thinking about watching something new last night, but continued watching The Office. <laughs> we're, we're, almost, <laughs> we're almost at the end. Jim Halpert is now working for Athlete and... Um, him and Pam got in the argument and the boom guy, the boom mic guy is now talking to Pam. So I remember all this. We're almost through it. <laughs> we <get> that. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, wait, 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 wait. And this should be known. 50 shades of gray is possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my life.
1: Nice. There you go.
0: <laughs> and the worst ending of a movie I've ever seen. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like just, plain old boring or just just no, uh
0: no, not boring. Uh, well it is boring, but, (laughs) but it, it is so, it is so not true to life. Oh, okay. Right. Like it's so, it's like, it's like, it's like the sci-fi of relationships. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's, it's like, it's, it's complete and utter, Science it's not science fiction, but it's complete fiction as to you know what would happen between two people um i I mean really, Sagar. Wow. Ha- I mean if you want to see a bad movie and like you want to like watch the whole movie and be like, This is totally impossible, and then the end comes, and you're like, Shut up because <laughs> <laughs> right, and the ending is so bad, oh my gosh, you that know what do you be. need to watch what's boss? You gotta watch that. I've oh. se- I told you I've seen parts of it. We just stopped yeah. watching it because we didn't anymore. <laughs> <of it> <sighs> oh
1: boy, that movie just cracks me up. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool.
0: Anyway. all right. Well, that'll be it for this week. Awesome. We'll catch ev- we'll catch everyone next time. Uh, all right. To uh, so, uh,
1: O'Malley, definitely watch uh, Star Wars.
0: There we go. last week. <laughs> no, no, no. I would say, I would say, I would say oh, this. so close. Watch, watch <laughs> Trump to, to, to explode and implode, or implode, I should say. And then Bernie's going to be the number one candidate for the Democrats with O'Malley as his VP. So this is my bet. This is my calling on, on January 17th. It's going to be, the Democratic Party is going to consist of Bernie and, with O'Malley as vice president. It's gonna be a Bernie O'Malley. Right. Uh, you the, although you know what, maybe not because I don't think well, we'll <laughs> I I don't know I don't think Bernie would allow it. I think Bernie oh, knows yeah, that uh, that O'Malley attacks yeah. and spend. No, o- O'Malley wouldn't be a weep. He, he, yeah, but so either, products, will, either will Hillary.
1: He, he might go with Hillary, but I don't think he would go. Uh, or I don't think Bernie would. Come.
0: I don't think you know what I don't think Bernie would go with Hillary or Mar- or, Mar- or Martin O'Malley. No. It's funny, in your brain, whenever you put these together, don't you think, oh, well, one of them will take the vice presidency? Don't you sometimes think that?
1: Not going to happen. I think he has his own, everybody has their own team, you know, and pick. Yeah. I mean, it's a good consideration, but I would say for O'Malley's future, he shouldn't go for it. No, agreed. Well, good deal.